Blog Talk Radio. Powerhouses out there. It's your friend and host, Danielle, here again from QueenSweetCoach.com. And I would like to invite you to call in if you're interested in making a comment or you have a question. And the call in number today is 713 955 0365. Or you can join the conversation with us on Facebook.com slash QueenSweetCoach and just look for the mostly business signal or or symbol and make your comments right there. So here we are. It's the end of another year, and often we are encouraged at this point to reevaluate our lives and the path that we're on at this point. So in this episode, we're going to take a closer look at some of the stop signs that may be sapping your power and how to release those negative influences, recharge your passion, and restore your faith in opportunities and possibilities. So for me, it took a major life event coupled with a violation of sorts of my trust in particular to start looking at where I was in my career and to light a fire under my butt. I hope that that doesn't necessarily have to happen to you, but let's see what it's going to take. Now, also, I would like to dedicate this episode to all of my yoga and Zumba friends out there because this episode is powered by transformation, and those folks are always revved up and ready to sustain some change and really, really make a positive impact on people while having a really, really great time. Now, there are so many ways that being overwhelmed and just plain over it can manifest in your day-to-day life, especially if you are experiencing a major upheaval or overhaul in your life. If you're looking forward to Friday and it's only Sunday night, you have a problem. If people avoid asking you, how are you? Because they don't want to hear your doom and gloom response of, oh, I'm not complaining since no one is listening, which is total bullshit, by the way. Or you're spending more time with your coworker who seems to have a terminal head cold with the hopes that you'll get sick and be out of work for a few days. Yeah, yeah, it might be time for a change. <laughs> so let's count down some of the signs that you might already be displaying, and I will even share some personal examples from my own career to help illustrate that, for one, I'm not perfect. So number seven, escaping into the past. It's always cool to reminisce on good times from the past, but when the past becomes a way for you to kind of live back there instead of here in the present, it's a problem. Trips down memory lane is like soul food. Just be careful not to take up residence there. This is probably the best example, your new co-worker who gets hung up on, well, that's not how we used to do this at my old job. Or when you're commiserating with your office mate to talk about how good things used to be back in the day before that new manager came in. Spending too much time in the present by dwelling on the past hinders your personal and professional growth. You're going to miss valuable opportunities with this kind of thinking. So stop looking back. You're not going that way, all right? Number six, feeling numb, emotionless, impassive, or aloof. Whether you suffer from paralysis by analysis, 
or you are simply avoiding the challenge of making a decision, feeling numb is a symptom of fear. This is when you're simply in survival mode. So for me, there was this time when I was so far out of ideas that I just checked out. I didn't really care if I stayed or if I went. I was officially in a rut, and I was not doing anything about it. This is when your go-to response is, whatever. Or my other favorite, it is what it is. You've already resigned yourself to being at the effect of your situation at that point. When you take a deeper look at the root cause of your detachment, you might discover that there's a pattern of behavior that's there. All you have to do from there is decide, how is this pattern helping me to progress? Number five, passing on opportunities out of fear. That's right. Take off your scaredy pants and put on your big kid shoes. This one is usually for your inner critic. This, you know, is the not good enough voice. The voice is always telling you, you're not good enough. Passing on promotions, company outings, networking events, fishing trips with the boss, or invitations to participate in your own damn success is indicative that you might be afraid of something. Could be that you're afraid to fail, or for some people it could be they're afraid to succeed. Hmm. And what's that all about? You tell me. How is that working for you? Then there's number four. When your current situation is not supportive, of growth. Sometimes we just don't realize that we're really running game on ourselves. (laughs) If you're making excuses for why you stay in a situation that is not conducive to your growth, then you are actively choosing not to participate in your own progress. I had a client who worked in a role where his manager did not do the best job of coaching his performance if at all, and the company did not give him the proper tools and resources for him to do his job well. But he stayed. He stayed because he believed in the mission of the organization. But what do you think happened when his performance failed to meet standards? Mm -hmm. You have to remember that you must advocate for yourself and ask for what you need to perform well. Seek opportunities, or otherwise you must create them. Or your other choice is you can just stay safe where you are and do absolutely nothing. Either way, any way you slice it, it's your choice. Okay, so keep that in mind. Number three. Lying to yourself. Hmm. Your personal mantra has become, fake it till you make it. And some days you don't even recognize yourself when you look in the mirror. This is pretty much the point where you get to what I call shucking and jiving. You're just doing the dance and going along to get along. But who are you really fooling? This is a sign that you're not leading a fulfilling life. At work, this might manifest itself in ways where your personal values or beliefs 
are in conflict with what people expect from you in your role. So at some point you have to cut the crap. (laughs) I got to a point early in my banking career when I was a, a bank teller and there was a point where I I really just couldn't relate to the job anymore because I was being asked to do something that was innately wrong for me, conflicted with my values. I worked in a, a, in a local place, and it was where I grew up, so I knew a lot of the clientele that came into the, the branch there. And it was really hard for me to tell people who were on a fixed income and and living pretty much on Social Security or pension that I had to charge them exorbitant fees for checks or that I could not help them to get some of their money back on insufficient funds fees, different things of that nature. And more and more I began to change. I saw a change in myself and how I was raised and even how I was trained early in my in my career to be kind to people, and it just became less and less easy for me to do that. So I had to start getting real with myself, and that's just what you're going to do. When you're lying to yourself, you've got to get real about where your work is not aligning with your values, intentions, and purpose, and then you start to trim the fat. For me, I was a lot younger back then, so I lucked up and I happened to complain about my horrible, horrible job. They asked, how are you? See, So here I go, oh, what was me with my, my tale of woe? And I actually ended up complaining to the very right person who worked for an organization where I got my next job and I had been met with many, many opportunities. So it worked out for the best for me, even though I don't always recommend complaining to the right people. <laughs> So cut the crap, okay? Don't forget, you have to trim the fat at this point. This may mean for you that you're looking for a new job or you're even firing some of those clients who demand too much of your time without you seeing the return on your investment. Number two, relationships that start to feel insincere or unrewarding. Think back when you were in high school. Chances are you maintained a couple of superficial friendships that were not exactly worthy of your humbled awesomeness, but you probably did it for some other benefit, right? And even if it wasn't you who did it, you probably noticed a lot of other people who did it. So what was the benefit? Maybe it was extra tater tots in the cafeteria at lunch or a better locker location, Um, or maybe it was just about not getting your face pounded in by the school bully. Whatever your purpose was, you had to reevaluate those relationships at some point in your life. For a lot of us, it came senior year when you all went your separate ways and you didn't have to think about it anymore. But how about in your workplace? When you look around and your gut is telling you, I wish... I could just delete him from my friends list, then you should follow your intuition. And, hey, you could start with that delete button. It's very easy to do. Start with your social media and just remove some of those people who aren't really adding something to your life. 
And then stop worrying about people thinking that you're being fake or brown-nosing, okay? You have to definitely take stock of your business associates. One-sided or thankless professional relationships and personal, so take a look at those too, but all of these are a drain on your energy, and these are a drain on your power and motivation to do what you're truly passionate about. Find relationships that are worthy of what you're bringing to the table each and every time. For me, at one point, I had a friend who shall remain nameless, and she did nothing but treat my ears like garbage receptacles by filling them with her garbage. And and she also often made me late for my shift when we carpooled together. But... Hey, she was funny as hell. Uh, well, yeah, she was mostly funny. It didn't take very long to realize that her negativity was dulling my light and also tarnishing my personal image. People started to look at me differently because I'm hanging around this negative person. So not much surprise that she was let go eventually and I was promoted a short time later. These are all things that you have to take into consideration. And, of course, for some of us, those are learning lessons that we get earlier on, but not all of us. There are a lot of things that we allow to dull our light. Number one, number one, you're listening to this podcast. Maybe something has been nagging at you for a while. Apart from settling for less, or feeling overwhelmed, it seems like you already have an awareness that you're on the verge of doing something other than what you're doing right now. Now, finding this broadcast clearly confirms your readiness to move forward, so I would like to congratulate you for that realization. And now I would like to invite you to learn more about what you can do about it. First, Get real with yourself. Rule your real. Acknowledge that you're feeling what could be affecting your behavior. Then find some new inspiration. Challenge yourself to read a book about a situation that is similar to yours. Um, I've, I've done that many times, and it's so easy just to kind of find some quick reads on, on Amazon or wherever you go for, for your books, and just read through it at your leisure and, and get a different perspective on your situation. Or take a kickboxing class. <laughs> you know, that's another thing. You could just do something that you've never done before. I actually did that after after I had broken up with someone. After being with him for three years, I decided I was going on Groupon. And I just bought up all of these different experiences that, that I hadn't had yet. And uh, two of them were kickboxing classes and the other was a, a trip to the to the shooting range. And they were both really, really interesting for me to find out these different um these different strengths that I had actually. I didn't realize that uh I actually can 
kicked very well, and I'm a pretty good shot. <laughs> so <laughs> watch out. Or, you know what, if those things don't speak to you, just listen to that new Bruno Mars song on repeat, okay? Whatever it takes, just do your own thing. Take back your control. Figure out where all of your time is going. And this is a great way to get very mindful about where you are with things. Um, This is a good way for you to find where you might be wasting time. So that way you can stop wasting time. Or maybe you're just wasting time doing nothing at all, which makes me crazy. But you can actually do this, and, and I have this as one of my resource sheets for my clients. So if you're interested in a copy of it, please reach out to me. I'll be happy to provide it for you. But it allows you to identify where you're spending your time each day. So if you say that, I don't have enough time to do this, that, and the other thing, then figure out where your time is going so that you can create more time for yourself. And this way, you will be able to then reinvest your newfound minutes or maybe hours in how you can reconnect with what makes you feel fulfilled. Okay. Another thing that you can do is work swap. So I was always the person at the office who was volunteered for anything that was anything that had to do with Microsoft Excel because they just said I was the Excel queen and that was my my calling apparently. And uh, while I may be very good at that and I do love myself an Excel spreadsheet, I will admit, That was not what I was passionate about. And I have so many other talents that could be useful and fruitful in a workplace. And that was how I felt about it every time I got volunteered like that. So I'm I'm betting that you probably feel the same way. If you're always that guy or that girl at work who gets volunteered for organizing stuff because you're really good at Excel spreadsheets, then step up and volunteer yourself for a different role. Stop taking it lying down. You get your hand up there and say, you know what, I would really be more interested in this. Find that thing that actually engages you, that you're interested in, and get involved in that. And do not let your boss or your team box you in. (laughs) You make sure that you get your hand up there and you volunteer for the thing that you're interested in. And then the last thing that I'm inviting you to do is Hatch a plan. Don't I say this every week? Hatch a plan. What will it take for you to get out of your own way? Look at the bigger picture. Whether it's you getting a certification or a degree in a different field, expanding your professional network, or looking for volunteer opportunities that are aligned with where you're going, it doesn't matter. Look for any of those things and start looking for the smallest step that you can take to get closer to your goal. I'm sure we've talked about it before, but let me remind you, create a SMART goal for yourself. If you don't know what that is, it's specific, measurable, attainable, reasonable, and time-bound. Okay, those goals, those guidelines in a SMART goal help you to 
stay on track and to really fine-tune what it is that you want to do before you set out to do it. So start with a SMART goal for yourself, no matter how big or how small, and then start looking at the smallest step that you can take to get closer to it. Okay? And then with that, my friends, my powerhouses, I'm going to leave you with a parting quote from Maya Angelou. What you are supposed to do when you don't like a thing is change it. If you can't change it, change the way you think about it. So there you have it. We're right back at transformation, aren't we? So with that, I'm going to invite you to launch your changes in the coming year. Let's figure it out. Let's figure it out together. What's your next step? So I'm going to invite you also to get an energy leadership assessment, which is a personalized assessment and report that offers insight into your behaviors that are directly or indirectly impacting your leadership, career trajectory, your relationships, your sales, your goals, your success and even your bottom line. It's kind of like a, like a credit report for your attitude or Botox for your soul. But either way, you can get yours today at queensweetcoach.com, and I invite you to do that. And also, I would like to invite you to my Queen Sweet Coach community. You can subscribe to upcoming episodes of Mostly Business with Queen Sweet Coach on blogtalkradio.com slash mostlybusiness. You can also connect with us by subscribing to my email list and joining our coach community. And you also get updates from our blog from there. Uh, I also like to let you know that you get a free resource guide as a gift from me to you when you sign up. You can also like and follow Queen Suite on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and LinkedIn. Okay? So. That is all for today. I hope that you will join us online to join the conversation. If you do have questions or comments, I welcome them. And I would like to thank you all so much for listening. I wish you much success, however you define it. And, of course, I wish you more power to you.